Pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. It is uh, Juan. It is John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. It is Monday. I want to say good afternoon. Now, we also do the live stream uh, during the noontime hour, and then also when there's breaking news or other things in the news. And then we have a different type of segment we do at night that people uh, seem to enjoy, that people dubbed one After Dark, which is I'm on at nighttime, um, which is becoming very, very popular, as a matter of fact. But anyhow, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show uh, is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center. It is PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, homegrown hanging pots. I popped in there yesterday. I'll tell you, there's a reason why. They were named, and I call them Rhode Island's number one garden center because it is just fantastic. Hanging pots still available, 10-inch, 12-inch, also 14-inch moss baskets. You won't find anything this beautiful anywhere else. Annual flats, annual 4- to 6-inch pots, 12-inch patio pots, large selection of perennials, vegetables, herbs, trees and shrubs, landscape materials, screen loom, mulch, Dark pine, black hemlock, crushed stone. They're located right off Route 4, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Pop in and see them. And they also, you know, gift certificates always make a great prize. But the service is fantastic. And they have a very active, up-to-date Facebook page, which they do a good job putting out there. And it gives you an idea of everything they have. But here's the thing. You get to shop local, and the quality is just fantastic. Make your landscaping beautiful with PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane, North Kingstown, right off of Route 4. Pop in and see them. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, it is Juan. It is John DePietro. Remember, check out the website, DePietro.com, which we will be updating a little bit later today. Um, But we have some uh, unique stories there. Plus, you can go into the shop. There's great merchandise there if you want to get a hold of me. It's a happening. It all starts at the website, DePietro.com. You can also listen live in DePietro.com, which is right the way the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. They're open seven days a week. Uh, they have the largest bar in Rhode Island, and it's delicious, affordable food. Stop it and see them at the Coesed Inn. Now, we're going to talk with uh, Terry Gorman coming up uh, probably the bottom half of the hour, just because we're developing more on this story, how um, I, I well, I'll, I'm going to talk to Terry about it. But I have found that um, a lot of the talk about illegals getting driving privileges in Rhode Island and you heard George, um, Justin Katz, our segment last hour. which was uh, politics this week, he did a good job. Justin did a very good job breaking out the fact that it goes beyond that. There's also a provision in this bill where they want to have it that they notify. So you have an illegal in Rhode Island under this bill, if you're the department uh, DMV or another agency, that they have to notify illegals that ICE is looking for them. And that is completely unacceptable. Now, I have been working the phones So now today, as we know, today is Monday. It is June 21st. I am hearing they're going to be out of session before July 1st. So we're talking about the General Assembly. So today is Monday the 21st. July 1st is next Thursday. So it sounds like this week is kind of like a finishing up week. And then, you know, that's it. 
I'm hearing next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at the latest. But, you know, next the Fourth of July weekend is going to be a long weekend because I think a lot of people will take the Friday the 2nd out off. And then the 4th of July will be actually celebrated on the 5th as a national holiday. So it's an automatic three-day weekend. And so they want to be out. So I've spoken to a number of different reps. And they're telling me in the House uh, that that they are not on board with all the language that's going to be coming out of the Senate. Now, it is true that Governor McKee has said that he would sign it. If it was, in fact, legislation, he said he would not do an executive order and just sign it into law. Uh, so we're going to follow up on that. I um, I felt better after I talked to some reps in the House who are not fully on board with the Senate version. So I, that's a good thing for us, because, folks, as you can tell, um, you know, you, do, you don't have. Well, actually, so far, we haven't had anyone. The only two people. That is seemingly making a lot of noise about the fact that uh, illegal aliens could suddenly be driving and, as Justin pointed out, get an ID in Rhode Island. The only people so far are me and Terry Gorman of Ryle. So I'm not sure that's going to change, but I pointed out, you know, some good points, what I think are solid points, to a number of different reps that I was talking to. Now, again, not in the Senate, but just reps, House reps. Such as this business of you contact the illegal to let them know ICE is looking for them. I don't know why that puts the onus on local government to do it. Number two, Rhode Island would be become a magnet, being in New England, uh, only New England state, offering driver's licenses. Number three, this is really a path to try to uh, get them legalized voting. That, that's what it is. They can say it's different things. I don't buy into any of it. Um, I'm not going to go on and on. But I was pointing that out that let's 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 face it. They um, it's unfair. It would be even more of a burden on the state if even more illegals flooded into the state, which they would do when you start to offer a driver's license. Boom. That's where they go. It's like a feeding frenzy. So I um, I think, you know, people do need to speak up. So. But what's different is I'm going to encourage you to contact your local state rep uh, because it looks like it's a rigged game in the Senate. But I'm not convinced it's going to make it out of the House. So that may be our best place to start it. And uh, I don't know. Governor McKee, I believe, is meeting with the media tomorrow at 2 o'clock. I think I will go to that because I'd like to question him on if he's on on board with all the different aspects of the bill. Uh, He seems to think... You know, they're part of the economy. You know, the whole thing, folks. They're here. We might as well let them stay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I want to be very clear. I don't I don't agree with that. I don't adhere to that. Um, we are ta- it's, it's by the way, it's not mean we're talking about enforcing the laws. And as President Trump used to say, you know, either, either you have a country or you don't have a country. So either we're going to have borders or we're not going to have borders. These people are in favor the progressives and others of of basically they want open borders and I'm not in favor of open borders. And we've seen in the past um, there should be a price and it should be organized. But right now, Biden and Harris are doing a terrible, terrible job with it. And she won't even go to the border for crying out loud. So, you know, I have a big problem with that. And just the fact of who, who are we attracting? 
right? If you start giving out licenses, and, and also, I want to be very clear. It doesn't make you a racist if you um, are against an illegal. I know they want to say that, but it doesn't make you a racist if you're against it. That's, again, it's all part of the name calling that goes on with the other side to kind of intimidate people, scare people out of their position. Uh, it doesn't make you a racist. Let's, let's just be honest. When you just have an open border policy... You're not getting, as President Trump would say again, he, I give him so much credit, he drew more attention to this than anyone else. But, but you're not getting, as they say, your best and brightest. We are getting people coming here who have never been to a dentist before. We're getting people coming here who they are used to living in third world conditions. <clears throat> so a lot of them, uh, if not all of them, are uneducated. Uh, it doesn't mean they're bad people. It doesn't mean that they're uh, not intelligent people, but it's safe to say they're uneducated people. And and I, I get that. But to me, uh, it's not a reason that they're going to come here, you know, like Vince, Vincente Fox said many years ago, to do the jobs that a lot of Americans don't want to do. I, I have said, and I, I still maintain, we're entered into dangerous territory, folks, when the new line of thinking... Like Mayor Alorza, and I'm going to play the story, he's pushing for Providence to be one of the cities that experiments with reparations. So what they basically want to say, no one will come out and say what I'm going to tell you. What they're basically saying is they've given up on a lot of people of color in Providence of getting a job and holding a job and maintaining a job. So what Alorza is basically saying is... Listen, we might as well just pay them small amount, but just give them some form of reparations. And then we're going to have the illegals do all the jobs that a lot of the people of color won't do. I mean, that no one will come out and say it, but that's really the end result. What Alors is basically saying is, why don't we get these people from Guatemala and we're going to have them do the jobs that a lot of the African-Americans in Providence refuse to do and won't go do and they don't do whatever it may be. That's where we're at. He may not want to admit that, but that's, you know, that's that's really where we're at. Folks, this portion of the program on this Monday is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Now, listen, for all your paving projects, high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, Letter J, J. Perry Paving. They specialize in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, general masonry projects. They are committed to stay on schedule or project. They'll exceed your expectations. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Call them today for a free quote at 732-1730. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They're also on Facebook. And remember, J. Perry Paving, they are licensed and insured contracting company to committing their uh, committed to meeting their clients' needs, no matter how big or small, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 732-1730. 732-1730 for J, letter J, J. Perry Paving, 732-1730. And remember, with J. Perry Paving, there's no one better to veterans than my friends at J. Perry Paving. Call them today. Listen, if you're parent, grandparent yourself, you're listening right now, whether you live in Bellingham 
or Burrville or whether you live in Lincoln or Smithfield or Franklin or Attleboro, no one is better than J. Perry Paving for veterans. Why not get your driveway repaved? Look, It'll look beautiful. Call them for a free quote, 401-732-1730. And again, look for them on Facebook. It's letter J, J. Perry Paving. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, it's uh, 1218. Uh, it's John DePietro on this Monday on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, remember, visit the website, DePietro.com. We have the story up, the video of the massage raids in Cranston last week. You can find that on the website, DePietro.com. We also have the rat investigation. People are still uh, bustling about. Those people are nuts. The rat lady feeding rats. I heard she's got skunks under a deck. She is like, they're twisted. Uh, check it out on the website, petro.com, which is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Remember, Mike Seepy and his company, it's S-O-L-E, Soul, S-O-L-E, SoulSourceRestoration.com. And you can uh, link right through at the website, petro.com. They clean and disinfect residential commercial properties. Soul Source Restoration. Well, folks, the big news uh, nationwide is the worker shortage continues. And, you know, like we talked a little bit about um, last week, the reason why there's a worker shortage is because the government is paying people to stay at home. And it's I remember I remember being at Narragansett Pier when I was in college and a joke amongst some guys would be there would be they went to see Dr. Summeroff. Which is they went and saw a doctor who said, you know, I don't remember exactly what the job was they had, but that they had hurt themselves and they hurt their back and they needed six weeks off to rest and they were collecting TDI. And that's the first time I heard Dr. Summeroff. So you basically get the summer off. They wanted July off. They wanted the first two weeks of August off or some variation of that. And it's 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 not a new principle. But, you know, and the news keeps covering it. As much as people want to say, well, it's a lot of different factors and people feel left out of the workforce. And this is another example of white supremacy. And the reason people aren't doing this is a lot of people of color don't want to work because they're having flashbacks to, uh, you know, to slavery. And listen, it's very simple. The minute President Biden announced that they were going to give an extra $300 a week in unemployment benefits uh, nationally on top of the state. So $1,200 on top of whatever they were going to get for their uh, state benefits. That that was game, set, match. I mean, that was it right there. Um, another story that I wanted to talk on that, the, again, the media is not focusing on. But there was a, a march on Friday afternoon. And I... I kind of put this on social media. I'll, I'll probably be a story about it to Petro.com. But um, they call it the Mother's March. And they have these mothers with their children, unfortunately, with the victims of gun violence. And no one calls them to account on this, by the way. As a matter of fact, I think there should be a Channel 12 story on this. And I want to just play it before. Again, we're going to talk to Terry Gorman coming up at um, uh, Terry Gorman coming up at. Uh, 1230. But the the thing about uh, this protest that they had on Friday, what they were basically saying is you have these organizations that were receiving funding like the Nonviolence Institute. 
And so there was a protest where they went to their headquarters and they were saying that they shouldn't get any money. And they they don't like the fact that they work with law enforcement. Um, what what they were saying is that any money that this nonviolence institute receives instead of going to these organizations that are trying to um, stop problems in the inner city, what should happen is they should just give that money to families who have had um, children, you know, who have lost loved ones to violence. That was the nature of the protest. So now again, here is U.S. Mayor Zalorza commit develop reparations project. I'm going to get into that. But here's the story. Protesters March Nonviolence Institute. And uh, they were against it. And I want to just play the sound of this because I'll tell you why what is lost from this. Here it is. Here's the uh, story from Channel 12. With the details. Courtney? Well, the march is over now, but it started on Lockwood Avenue and ended here at the Nonviolence Institute. As dozens march through the streets, they say, to demand change for their children. It's called a Mother's March, organized by D.A.R.E., the Direct Action for Right to uh. Equality in downtown Providence, an organization that fights for social, political, and economic justice here in Rhode Island. Anti-police. A lot of the mothers uh, have lost so the communities due to gun violence and police brutality lost their children to gun violence. Police escorted the group on the route, ending at the Nonviolence Institute in Providence, where a variety of speakers shared their stories of being impacted by gun violence and incarceration. Gun violence is not caused by kids having guns. This, these are situations that are happening that could be prevented. What? Cedric Russell, co-organizer of the event, says it should be clear how gun violence and systemic problems are related. This week, he co-released a public letter addressed to the Institute, calling for the redistribution of $500,000 in funding to the community that the Institute was awarded by Brown University and the Rhode Island Foundation, as well as an end to their collaboration with police. That letter signed by 17 different groups and over 80 community members. Just take it in and just kind of reallocate the funds back into them. Like this community is tore up. We need so much. Saying that funding should instead be invested in resources like housing, public schooling, mental health, and support for families rather than policing and incarceration. Saying that investment in the youth may help prevent the violence in the first place. Poverty is solved and the resources in our community Uh. are addressed. There will be a significant drop in crime. What, what links systematic racism to violence is there's no opportunities for people like us. So there's nothing else for them to reach for. There's no jobs. Like they're, they're just trapped in a system. Now, members of the Institute did come out to the rally. I spoke to the executive director and the founder, but at this time, they both say they're not commenting, just listening. You know, it's amazing about that report. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Monday is, do you know, there were people at that gathering. Now, these are aimed at children now, and these are adults and they're carrying signs that say, don't snitch, blank the police, don't cooperate with the police, don't snitch. Nobody snitches. How irresponsible is that? A huge problem that falls into the community. A huge problem, excuse me, that exists with policing in the inner city is the amount of, of regular adults, individuals, children 
Someone is shot and killed and no one will come forward with information of the police. <clears throat> not even mentioned in that. How, how do you not mention that in the story? How do you not mention that? How do you not say to them, do you really think that's a good message? Saying to young people not to cooperate. Now, when I was on scene at a shooting, many of you may remember, back in May, and I caught up with that progressive senator, Tara Mack, I said to her, don't you feel there's blood on your hands and responsible that you tell kids, defund the police, abolish the police, blank the police, don't snitch. There's a shooting and no one says anything. Don't you feel responsible when a 16-year-old child sees another classmate in school carrying a gun and won't tell the police about it because you're telling them don't snitch? Don't talk to the cops. You people are disgraceful. They are very lucky that I did not go out to that cover that march. Because that is a bunch of nonsense. Listen, there's plenty of schools for free. They don't take advantage of them. There's different communities. There's help wanted signs. They don't go for the jobs. These people are making this stuff up as they go along. And there's no pushback by the media. If you're an adult and you are telling people, children now, don't snitch, don't talk to cops, what kind of message is that? That is just irresponsible. But why wasn't that sign highlighted? Channel 12, they showed, oh, in Barrington, some people came out and had a sign that said, my gun, try to take it from me. They highlight that, but they won't highlight, don't snitch, blank the police. You know, after a period of time, this takes effect. So then when you have gun violence, people know they won't say anything because you've been teaching them not to do it. And then what do you do? They blame everybody else. They are just full of themselves. Folks, this portion of the program, before we talk to our friend Terry Gorman, is brought to you by if uh, Jack Calvino. Now, listen, if you were in an accident or a motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, You need a fighter. You are entitled to be compensated. Now, in a perfect world, the party and the insurance company that injured you and the insurance company for them, let's just say it's a store or a workplace. In a perfect world, they say to you, listen, we understand you're in pain. We understand you're hurt. We understand you're going to be out of work. And therefore, we'd like to, you know, compensate you accordingly. Unfortunately, that doesn't happen. So you need a fighter. You need Jack Calvino. Call today. Remember what I say. Fight back. Call Jack. You can mention my name, John DePietro, 401-785-9400. Free consultation. Jack Calvino, 401-785-9400 or online. Fightbackcalljack.com. In a perfect world, you're in an auto accident or involved with some kind of, you're in a store and you get injured or at work. Ideally, They do the right thing and take care of you accordingly. Folks, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. That's just not the experience. They offer you pennies on the dollar. That's why you need to fight back and call Jack, 401-785-9400 or online at fightbackcalljack.com. Folks, it's John DePietro on this Monday. All right, we're going to get Terry Gorman on the line. Uh, Remember, visit the website, depetro.com, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, if you want to support the show, anything like that. Plus, we have great merchandise in the shop. 
Uh, it's all right online, right on the, they call it the, the dashboard at DePetro.com. And DePetro.com, which is brought to you by Allstate Lock, experts in locking systems, building security, security cameras, online, AllstateLock.com, or call them at 401-349-0042. Now, I want to get Terry Gorman on the line simply because, or actually, I just want to see if there's sound on this Alorza Story. I don't know. There is no sound. So 11 U.S. mayors from Los Angeles, Oklahoma, Providence have pledged to pay reparations for slavery to a small group of black residents in this city. So um, and Mayor Alorza is is one of them. So he hasn't come out fully with his local plan. Keep in mind, he's running for governor. He announced it last summer. Um, so he needs to come up with something. He's the one that said he was going to do this. The mayor of Providence, Mayor Alorza, he's the one that said that he was going to come up with a rep- reparations plan. And now the clock is ticking. It'll be a year next month. So I would expect he's going to try to roll something out. There he is. Folks, joining us on the right now, on the line right now is the director of Ryle and is our friend uh, Terry Gorman. Good afternoon, Terry. Good afternoon, John. How are you today? <laughs> Very good. A belated happy Father's Day to you, by the way. You have yes, a beautiful family. So, Terry, we've both been uh, doing some digging. Why don't you start on the Senate side? What can you tell us? Um, as I expected, Terry, uh, we're alone now in drawing attention to this with the rest of the media taking a pass on it. But uh, what can you tell us about this bill with driving privileges for people in the state, in the country, illegally? Well, John, you're mistaken with your... Oh, uh, yep. It's no. It's no longer driving privileges. Okay. It's issuance of licenses. Hmm. Licenses as a valid form of identification. Wow. That's what the new portion of the bill says. Okay, I was unaware and, of that. Okay, good. Yeah, it says. It says the. Uh, it was. It was posted last night at ten o'clock. Ten o'clock on a Sunday night, they posted wow. that it would be. It would be changed, and it's uh, scheduled for consideration. It's not it, what I, t- I called Senator Chacon's office, and they, a very nice lady, told me that it was up for consideration, but not a vote tonight. Hmm. So I don't know what that means. I, I never saw that before, and, you know, we've been doing this since 2006, and yeah. that's the first time I ever saw that happen. Right. So it just seems like there's a little nefarious stuff going on there. Of course. The, uh, some of the things that are in this bill, John, and you alluded to it earlier with, with Justin. I was listening. Thank God for Justin. Yes. Uh, it, it prevents the, uh, anybody from notify, uh It prevents us from using this illegal immigration as a form of, say, to deport someone. Wow. And what it says is going to give them a driver's license. If anyone from the federal government questions that driver's license, the state of Rhode Island has three days to notify the illegal alien that someone's looking into his driver's license. Now, how ludicrous is that, John, that some agency in the state of Rhode Island is going to notify the illegal alien that somebody's scrutinizing his situation with the driver's license. Now, how is that good for the economy? That makes no sense in any way. No, it doesn't. It yeah. doesn't, John. And, and what all this, is, all this is doing, the change 
makes it worse than it was before because now it, it says specifically driver's licenses, licenses a valid form of identification. And in the middle of the bill, it says it can't be used for federal or state identification. Oh. Well, who in the name of God believes that? Right. When, when they, how many people are going to scrutinize that license to see, you know, that there may be some little designation on there that it's uh, uh, some uh, driving privilege. Right, they're not. Driver's license. It doesn't say that. That's right. And it, it specifically says driver's license. Wow. And in the, the last portion of the bill, which, you know, p- people tend to read what the intent of the bill is, and then they read the explanation of the bill. They don't read the contents of the bill, which is where a lot of the shenanigans go on because the the depiction of the bill isn't always true. But it says, this act would require an applicant for a a license to provide a social security number. This act would create an alternative driving license for applicants without a social security number who are able to establish proof of residency in Rhode Island. So all of these people, hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens, crossing the border and Biden's looking for a place to send them and to put them all they have to do is get to Rhode Island and say they're staying in a motel somewhere yep. and they're a resident of Rhode Island that's right Terry so so what are they asking for they're asking for the demise of the state of Rhode Island yeah if if, if that was true what the person I told you the last time we spoke told me that McKee had agreed to take in up to 20,000 illegal aliens when Obama, I mean Obama, when Biden and Harris were here for their visits. Then where, how, is, how is the state of Rhode Island going to survive? Oh, good point. How is it even remotely possible? Because, I mean, John, if you were an illegal alien crossing the border down there and they say, where do you want to go? Don't tell me that the advocates down on the border are telling the people on the border, oh, look, you can go to Rhode Island. They'll give you a driver's license. Once you get the driver's license in Rhode Island, just move to Kentucky and transfer your license, and now you're legal in the United States, period. You know, there's there's no delineation of what happens to these people if they just come to Rhode Island and get a driver's license. Right. That is exactly right. And, and the only thing, John, this is so similar to the national, uh, what do you want to call it, uh, plan, is this is just done for nothing more than votes, votes, votes. Chacone is wanting to secure his position forever in his district because there's a large amount of illegal aliens live in his district. Oh, that's right. And and that's that's all they want to do. I just put something out. To, to all these senators, please don't let your name be attached to the to this headline. Rhode Island state senators encourage illegal aliens, uh, hordes of illegal aliens, to flock for Rhode, to Rhode Island to get driver's licenses and jobs. And uh, if that if they pass this, I'm going to do everything in my power to get that put somewhere. Yes, nationally. Yes, and Rhode Island state senators are encouraging hordes of illegal aliens to come to Rhode Island. Terry, there's no other way to look at it. And then, you know, I mean, they are, we will be the magnet. Different states have things 
you know, Florida, New Hampshire, uh, you know, no income, no personal income tax. Yes. Rhode Island's way, instead of being no income tax or, or various things to try to attract people, ours would be to offer licenses to illegals. Yeah, and, right. And, and more and more giveaways. Yes. And more giveaways, John. And so, so the, all they can do, you know, when all these, all these Biden dollars run out, the rest of us are going to have to pay more taxes to pay for it. Yes. And John, one little thing on the on the side to this, uh, since since 2014, since October of 2014 until April of 2021. Rhode Island accepted, or was forced to accept, 1,772 unaccompanied alien children from the border. 1,772 unaccompanied alien children. That's children that don't speak English, that have to go to school. Yep. And and now, that's before the big influx, John. Yes. That's before the big influx. What's going to happen? What's going to happen when they when all these people have to be distributed across the country? That's right. One thousand kids in in that we're holding uh, that the DHS is holding somewhere down there. Sixty one thousand kids. Where are they going to go? Just divide, divide that by if they all distribute them evenly between all the states. That's like another three hundred kids coming here. Hmm. All of a sudden, and you wake up in Providence one day and. They're all in the in the Providence school system. It makes no sense, John. I don't know what these people are thinking of, but Justin said it right. Was the uh, about the progressives and the progressives uh, are becoming more and more powerful, unfortunately, in the state of Rhode Island, and they're all in favor of all of this stuff. You know, they want they they'll take as many illegal aliens as they can get because that would secure their elections in the future. Also, that's right. You know, and they claim it. They claim all this hots and flowers stuff, and it's it's a bunch of malarkey. But when when you look at this stuff, John, way back when when John Brien was in there in the House of Representatives, he introduced E Verify one year, and it passed fifty one to nineteen. And the next year was an election year, and they they elected like I don't know twelve or fifteen progressives. And E-Verify came up again. Yep. It passed the second time. 38 to 31. That's not the right number. 38 to something. But it went like in half. It, went, oh. it was almost in half that, that it went in one, in one election cycle. Right. So this is why we're having what we're having now, John. This yeah. Is, the progressives, unfortunately, looks like they're taking over. I don't know. Well, Terry, I, here's my thought. I believe that we still have a chance to stop it in the House. Um, I think so. Uh, I think the Senate, unfortunately, is a foregone conclusion because of Chacon. But I think there's a chance to stop this in the House. We're going to try, Terry. We're going to stay on it. Keep in the loop. If I have to, I'll have you on each day to give us updates. But just know the people are with you. We need to draw attention to this. And this thing is not over just yet. Oh, I, I hope so, John. That's I, right. I pray that you're right. All right. Folks, Terry, go. Right. thank you, Terry. I'll talk to you later. Folks, Terry Gorman right here on the John DePietro Show. Folks, this portion of our program is brought to you by. Now, don't forget, um, you want to get rid of uh, if you maybe you've decided 
that you want to get central air. Call R.E. Coogan and Heating today, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562, R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home, don't fix it alone. Winter to summer, trained technicians, 100% service, customer, one customer at a time, plumbing, heating, and cooling. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call Coogie today. Do you need a plumber or heating or cooling? Call R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. They're also on Facebook, and you can find them online at recooganheating.com. Now, folks, there is a local story that um, is really taking off, and I, I'm not a big fan of a lot of their work. Um, okay, I'm seeing right now that uh, reporters are catching up to Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, speaks with NBC10. Allegations as Family Beach Club in Newport is a whites-only policy is false. There's no discrimination the club has had and does have a membership of color. Now, that's what he is saying, but uh, he is Fox News and the New York Post. They are um, really uh, exploding with this story. And um, I want to um, I want to follow this because then they must be wherever he is. Katie Davis is the one putting out, speaks with NBC 10, that Newport has a whites-only policy. He says that is false. Now, that's not the story that what he got, got caught up with, uh, and it's I'm not a fan of their work, but here he is over the weekend being asked about Bailey's Beach Club, which is Clay Pell was a member, Sheldon's always been a member, the wife always goes there, and he tries to say that a whites-only beach club is a tradition in Rhode Island. So I'll give them credit as much as, but it's 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 Kate Nagel of Go Local Fraud, Go Local Prov, talking with Rhode Island Senator Sheldon uh, Whitehouse. 2017, you had expressed concerns about the membership of the all-white Bailey's Beach Club, said that you hoped it would become more diverse. Now your family's been members, your wife is one of the largest shareholders. Has there been any traction in that? Are there any minority members of the club now? I think the people who are running the place are still working on that, and I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet. Um, do you have concerns in 2021? I mean, obviously, it's been four years. You had remarks on the floor following the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd saying, you know, hoping to root out systemic racism in the country. Um, your thoughts on an elite, all-white, wealthy club, again, in this day and age, um, you know, should these clubs continue to exist? It's a long tradition in Rhode Island, and there are many of them. And uh, I think we just need to work our way through the issues. Thank you. Now, that is, there's, there's many of them, a long tradition, and many of them, that, that is patently false. Long tradition, and many of these all-white clubs, that, that is completely, completely false. Wow. But that is uh, Rhode Island Senator Sheldon Whitehouse about his membership with Bailey's Beach Club. And the story, as I said, is really taking off. And I'll, I give them credit. Um, I give them credit that I want to just uh, find first the Fox story that is 
on this and also the the New York Post. Sheldon Whitehouse under fire, membership in an all-white all white beach club. So now again, this is not the journal. I'll give credit. It's it's a go local fraud that caught up with him. Senator Sheldon Whitehouse is facing new scrutiny over his decades-long membership in an all-white private beach club as he bills himself a progressive, prominent critic of systematic racism. Wait till the Wall Street Journal gets a hold of this. Dismissing membership based on race as a long tradition of Rhode Island. He was confronted Friday by a Go Local Providence reporter who published the video along with an article on Saturday. What occurred after asking about the membership. I think the people running the place still working on that. Sorry, it hasn't happened yet. Asked if such clubs should continue. White House said it's a long tradition in Rhode Island, and there are many of them. Uh, I think we just need to work our way through the issue. While White House appeared to dismiss the circumstances, his wife is one of the largest shareholders in the club. When the Rhode Island Center first elected in 2006, originally ran for, initially ran for office, he disavowed his membership and pledged to quit the club. Go local pressed White House in his office over his membership multiple times, noting more than a decade has passed since his unkept campaign promise. After the lawmaker repeatedly declined a request for comment, the reporter confronted him at a Newport-based event late August of that year. It'd be nice if they changed a little bit, but it's not my position, the senator told the outlet. Asked if he intended to pressure the club to do better, he replied, I'll take that up privately before declining to comment further. It's not clear if or how he had taken the matter up with his better half. Go local reported both Sheldon and Sandra go back. Their membership goes back generations. Parents, both of them, their children summered, access, socializing, building contacts, some of the wealthiest families. Um, uh, reps for White House did not respond to requests for comment. Now, again, so I, I want to the Wall Street Journal is, is just going to absolutely destroy him on this and and fox news also uh sheldon whitehouse doesn't announce uh super exclusive beach club his family belongs to whitehouse refused to apologize for his family senator sheldon whitehouse reportedly all white beach club calling them a long tradition hopes they'll admit minority members soon they deny that if discriminatory policies doesn't have minority members um Boom, cited comments, blah, blah, blah. I think the people are running are still working on that. All right, so it's a lot of the same. Uh, response to a question, White House Communication Director Richard Davidson said, the club has no restrictive policies. The club has had and has members of color. Bailey's, according to 2003 New York Times, has been long considered the queen of American resorts. Bailey's is a world of emerald barnacle dinosaurs attended by uniform retainers underwritten um, according to the paper, the biracial grandchildren of one member sometimes visited the resort, and it did allow Jewish members. But according to one lifelong member, black people were not really welcome. Um, it's an exclusive private uh, beach club in Newport, Rhode Island, Bailey's. Uh, White House, one of the most vocal, said on the anniversary of George Floyd's death, his committee's working to bring lasting change on racial injustice. Um, wow. So, a little bit of excitement for the junior senator on this Monday. Again, I want to give credit. Uh, that is not something that others have been uh, going after. Too, too, uh, really, that is a go local fraud story. 
Um, let me just, I want to do want to put this out that, wow, he is, um, I mean, this is not, again, the Wall Street Journal is going to, um, is going to really tune him up on this. And rightfully so, folks. He's also been attacking um, President Trump and others. Um, he he's going to get tuned up for this, and he should, as a matter of fact. For and again, this is this story is is really just kind of breaking right now. And I, I don't, I, I would imagine it's even going to probably be on, I would imagine, I, I want to see if Fox News is running with this. I would imagine that they are. But the one I want to watch for is the Wall Street Journal, who, believe me, there's no love at all. And uh, he goes after them, and they go after him. Right now, it is 12.50. Folks, good afternoon. It is Juan. It is John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. I want to just um, check to see if the Wall Street Journal has anything as of yet. If not, they may be working on a story because they want to do their uh, own reporting on it. So... I am willing to bet that the Wall Street Journal has um, someone en route to Newport to then um, check things out as far as Senator Whitehouse is involved. Let me just see if I can pull up anything um, live on this. I mean, um, right now as he's... But I also... uh, Let's see... Um, Nope, that's all, that's all. They don't have it just yet. All right. Well, I'm sure it's going to be coming. I'm sure they will have something. Um, yeah. And then they'll really go after him. <laughs> Nobody goes after him the way the Wall Street Journal will go after him. Hey, folks, remember, if you're ever in an accident, good afternoon. Right now it's 1252. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. So they caught up with him in Newport on Friday at an event, and that was a fresh opportunity to ask him about it. And, you know, let's call it what it is. He's hoping this thing would go away, and the locals, uh, the local media, for different reasons, were not really going after him on it and um, and kind of giving him a little bit of a pass on it. And so... Um, and so he's kind of allowed to get away with it, uh, has been away, uh, able to get away with it a little bit. So I want to just check because NBC 10, Katie Davis was saying that she was at an event where Senator Whitehouse was and he was, all right, well, he speaks with Channel 10. He's saying it's false. There's no discrimination policy. But if a club doesn't have any people of color, then it is. That is certainly not a long tradition in Rhode Island. Folks, again, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Were you in an accident? 
pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Listen, you're going along. Maybe it happened over the weekend. And then you're trying to determine, all right, someone damaged your vehicle. You're not sure where to get it fixed. Or maybe a family member or a friend or a coworker. I implore you, encourage you, bring that vehicle to West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 272 272- 3340, whether it's nearly totaled or a small fender bender, West Fountain Auto Body will repair your vehicle, showroom like condition. It's West Fountain 401 272 3340, 401 272 3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now remember, we go until 2 o'clock. Next hour is the power. I'm going to bring you more up to speed on the news over the weekend. And then we also want to follow. I know that um, they are making efforts to uh, that tragic uh, drowning um, uh, over the um, over the weekend. And I, I think they're still searching um, for that situation with... Uh, All right. So Senator Whitehouse says the club has no restrictive policy. The club has had and has members of color. The senator has dedicated his entire career to quote. Yeah, but where are they? Then who are they? Um, That's right. Legal insurrection. He was too busy ralphing and boofing and playing devil's triangle to notice anything. So Sheldon Whitehouse is going to get he is absolutely getting uh, tuned up big time. The question is, where are they? Where are they and who are they? They claim that they have, he's a member of an all-white beach club, Bailey's Beach Club. So, okay, I'm seeing right now, officials confirm a body has been recovered in, in the water just north of Connecticut Point. So, that is seemingly... Unfortunately, I would think that that might be the 11-year-old girl. So crews have been circling the area, six boats and a Coast Guard helicopter. A body has been recovered north of uh, Connecticut Point. It's very, very difficult in that type of, um, it's very, very difficult to try to locate someone uh, in in that manner. It's much much, much harder than than people uh, realize. I've interviewed people that have done, unfortunately, that type of uh, going out and have to do that, and it's 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 much harder than than people realize uh, in trying to locate uh, someone in the water. So hopefully that story at least will come to some kind of conclusion. Hey, folks, I want to remind you again. Now with all the humidity. And the um, heat and boy, on Saturday, that is some of the heaviest rain that we have seen in uh, quite some time. Remember, you want to get rid of that green algae and moss. You want Bethel certified soft wash. Text Jared today at for a free estimate at Bethel certified soft wash. Text Jared at 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Get rid of the grime, get rid of the algae and the moss, 
Bethel Certified Softwash, 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585. Also, folks, look for them on Facebook, and their website is tremendous. It's RhodeIslandSoftwashing.com. The before and after photos will show you what a walkway looked like, uh, when it has some of the green algae and the moss and the mildew. And then by the time when they finish it, it looks fantastic. Text free same day text estimates. So text Jared. You want to get rid of it because it will damage the surface if you just leave it there. 401 617 2585. 401 617 2585. Bethel, B E T H E L. Bethel certified soft wash. And then their website is Rhode Island softwashing.com. And then you can also find them on Facebook. Well, folks, we're going to monitor these stories next hour. Again, um, terrible drowning over the weekend. Connecticut Point, it's, that's uh, a bit farther north from Rocky Point, but in Warwick, where there's a sandbar and then the water comes up and people that can't swim go out there and then they do get swept up and get knocked down. And again, if you can't swim, suddenly you're in the bay water. So apparently, though, they have located. So we're going to follow that story. And then also this story on Senator Rhode Island, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, his being membership with Bailey's All White Beach Club. He's trying to say, oh, it's not. But I think they're going to be under pressure to produce who are these members that they have. He's just saying, oh, it's not an All White Beach Club. But then who are the members? And I hate to say it, but then let's see some pictures. Let's see some photos. Let's make these people available. Who are the people that are available? He's just saying, oh, no, it's not an all-white club. But actually, Bailey's is an all-white club. It always has been. I don't know if they had someone multiracial there, but it's basically, and it's not. He said it's a long-standing tradition of Rhode Island to have all-white beach clubs. That's the first that I've heard. That is the first that I've heard. So here's what we're going to do. Folks, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have a lot more to go. The Power Hour is next. Remember, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at Let's break for the 1 o'clock news, and then the Power Hour is next. WNRI Woonsocket.